Hello, this is Pleased to Teach You, a podcast about teachers and how they got there. My name is Ryan, I'm your host, and this week we have another iteration of Project Bison. This week I interviewed a boy named Connor. He's new to the camp, and we call them counselors in training. He had a lot to say about being new, probably his first time away from home for that long, and he talks about what it's like being a CIT. I present to you, Connor. What's your name? This turn. My name's Connor Gopp, and I'm a CIT here at Camp Buffalo Bill. Sweet. So where do you work? I basically hop around from place to place helping full-time staff do their job. All right, yeah. So where were you this week? Uh, This week, I was at the rifle range. All right, so so who else is at the rifle range, and what do you do there? Um, Bob works up works up there and I help him out where I get out all the guns at the beginning of every class well at the start of the first class and I put them away at after the last class leaves and I help him out I, yeah yeah it's been a lot of fun I've talked to a lot of kids they're excited about getting their merit badge sweet Rifle shooting, right? Yeah. So what are the requirements for rifle shooting? Well, it's the basic first level. You go over like you know, what you do, state to your state requirements for the... Regulations? For, yeah, yeah, for their hunting okay. regulations for their state. Yeah. Let's see. So what, what is the hardest part about being a CIT? Like, what's the hard about, hardest part of working here? Hmm... I don't think there's any, like, hard part about it. I think it's all fun. Yeah? Cool. All right. Uh, what is the most fun part, though? Um, when I get to work with, uh, uh, when I get to work with kids and help them earn their merit badge, and whenever, at the very end of the day when all the staff have free time, we basically hang out and play games and yeah. have fun. So you host a troop each week, right? So yes. So where's your troop from this week? They are from California. Cool. Yeah. You know which part of California? Um, Just California? No, I don't know which part. Yeah, I had some people from Death Valley last year. They were really cool. Lots of black widows there. Lots of interesting information about black widows too. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And in that troop they had uh, some people from china or taiwan i don't know oh, yeah. somewhere asia. over there asia, asia. But, my mm-hmm. parents just got back from taiwan and they had jet lag oh, major yeah. jet lag oh yeah taiwan is a big jet lag um what is your family like can i ask like what's your family yeah. like um well my family family of Yes, we do have close family. Well, I do have a older sister. She's had a baby. It's about twelve months old right now, and it's really, really nice brother-in-law. He's in the military right now, across seas in Germany. 
my other sister just went and visited him and a couple of our exchange students that we've had over the past few years. Um, my brother is younger than me, he's 10, and he basically is a little goofball all the time around <laughs> me, but if he's around yeah. other people, he's like as sweet as an angel. Yeah, brothers yeah. are like that. My brother is four years younger and four inches taller than me. He is crazy mm. large. He, they call him the Empire State Building, and they call me Redwood <laughs> Ryan. We're the taller duo in our family, so. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? What's your favorite, what are your favorite subjects? Hobbies, the like? Um, I know you fish, that's fun. Yeah, I do like fishing quite a bit. Fly yeah. fishing, ice fishing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah, I basically have been fishing a lot of places, like uh, Upper Sunshine, I think somewhere, I mean, um, Boysen or Boise. Yeah, ever announce it. I go fishing there. Can't really. We haven't figured out how to catch anything. Been living yeah. in Riverton for about 10 years. All right, Maybe cool. like 12 or 13. No, yeah, 12. 12 years in Riverton. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, two cats. I have a. They're both black, black hairs. Uh, one short hair. The other one's uh, long hair. Oh, yeah. So they're, like, almost completely different ones, like... You can tell which is which. (laughs) Yeah. What are the names? Uh, The short-haired one is Dobby from off of Harry Potter. Awesome. And the other one is Smokey, because when he was young and little, he had gray rings around him. That's cool. Yeah, but as he grew older... Gray rings went away. I have a pet. I have a dog. Her name is Abby, golden retriever. She misses us every time we leave the house for a long, long periods of time. And when we come back, she invites us back into our house and make, makes us happy to be back home. Um. Yeah, I basically like puzzles. Puzzles are like, I like to keep my mind. Occupied. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I'm a polar opposite. I like to keep my mind imaginative. I like to think of stuff that might come later on in the future. I've, I love drawing on very quick occasions where I pick up a paper and pencil and I sit down for quite a long time and just doodle and sketch. I like playing a lot of games. Fun being interactive, being out in the outdoors. Yeah, very scout like. Yeah. What rank are you in scouting? I am right now a star scout. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah trying yeah. to get my life and then going on to Eagle. I was pretty close to getting life for life. How old are you? I am 14. You're I on am, a good track then. Yeah. I am turning 15. Sunday. Yeah, the 15th. Congrats. Of July. 
Awesome. So for people who are interested in visiting Yellowstone, what advice do you have to give them? Well, it's a very fun place. If you want to go when you don't want the giant crowds of people, I would prefer to go in the winter, but whenever the geysers go off, you see like this giant plume of steam, which is kind of cool. When you go into Yellowstone, you can see a lot of wildlife. Buffalo, do not approach the buffalo. They're <laughs> yes. not. Good advice. Yeah, they're Don't not. Don't put these, them in your car. Yeah, they're nothing like a big fluffy teddy bear. They're all muscle. They're mm-hmm. and weight. They're like four hundred pounds. No, they're like a lot more than that. It's like a big probably five hundred fifty, five hundred seventy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, if there is a place in Yellowstone where you can go swimming, but if you ask the people that work there, they would say they'll say that you there is no place to go swimming because hmm. they want to stop having people swim. Because then I don't really know the reason, but yeah, it's in a special spot. On the Firehole River, where it like right above the river, there's like these some um, rapids, and then it goes into like this calm, never calm spot for like about 30, 30 feet wide, and then it goes through this very narrow cha- channel at not as like that fast between like these giant cliffs on each side of you and it's like between there you have like about six or five feet and Mm. yeah the water's not going that fast when you go through there it's kind of a lot slower because if you think about it in order for all that water to get through that narrow of a gap it has to be like very deep. Yeah, um, after you go through that one spot, you it opens up into this wide, shallow river after going from this deep, very deep spot and it, like spans out slightly. And yeah, I've heard, I've heard that you can like, there are some water, underwater caves there. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's what I've heard about. Submarines. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure the underwater currents down there are going to be, like, really difficult to navigate. Cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The mud pots are, like, to, it smells, but it's. A They're good sight. It's a really good sight. natural phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anything else you want to say to listeners? There's about 50 of them right now, and hopefully more in the future. Anything to say to a small audience of listeners? Um, get outside. Have fun. Don't just sit around on the couch for doing something. Make it a good time to experience. Stop for, like, a moment and look around you and see what the world has in store but don't just go on a trail where everyone else goes 
take your own adventure. Go on a hike that very few people go on. My dad and me and my brother usually go on these really long hikes and camping trips. Like we go for like a week out to, and we like go on a hike. We hike into the forest for about a long, long, long ways. I think 50 miles is the farthest hike that we've done. Nice, those are fun. Yeah, they're really fun. And that's when you get to experience the true glory of nature. And we basically go fishing up at these lakes and catch tons of fish and we've after we like set up camp we go on another hike and just pack lightly very light because we're we packed in like very heavy backpacks and we hike up these like mountains like on bomber mountain it's where this bomber airplane yeah. Crashed. Yeah. Crashed. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. You can yeah. visit it because they didn't move it. Yeah. They they did go up there and take all the bodies. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, um, it's a beautiful sight. I didn't actually get to see the bomber because we accidentally climbed the wrong mountain. Oh, no. Yeah. It was like the next mountain over. No, it's yeah. just a day trip. <laughs> yeah. And... When I was up there, there's like creeks everywhere. It's beautiful. There's like ice, snow, and it's like up there, I've caught a golden trout. I think it, that's what it was. They're beautiful, bright, bright golden yellow. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, sweet. In Wyoming, there is tons of stuff to see. It's not like you're average car ride when you look out the window there's like trees and and you can't really see for that far but if you come out to wyoming you can see for miles and miles it great for elk hunting and duck hunting's fun antelope deer antelope do you have to get tags for that yes you do cool are they easy um they're slightly easy to get, yeah. Uh, this one area of where I go elk hunting with my dad, we go bow hunting for elk and basically go out into the mountains. So we basically haul our RV up on into this camping spot and we leave our, our RV there for like a couple days and then we come back from it go back to it and we stay stay the night and wake up very very early in the morning and when then we hike out and we basically go across the whole entire mountain looking for elk and it is covered with Pine trees, evergreens, it is beautiful up there. It's like on a steep slope, but not too steep. Yeah. And it is insane on how fast 
elk can get through that stuff. It's like, it will take us, like, about a half an hour to get across the mountain. The sprint up the side. Yeah. And when an elk can get across the mountain in about, like, ten minutes, when we go up there, we pack light and very quiet. We have nothing, no, like, metal that clings together and nothing like that. And, yeah, when you're walking you can like smell the forest and then all of a sudden you you can smell the elk so then when that happens we like stop get down wait and if nothing comes in in like a minute or two then we'll start calling and after we if we don't get any responses or hear anything or smell anything then we get up and keep going and there's this one time that I wasn't quick enough to get the gun up. And the elk, we, smell, uh, we smelled them, but we just, we Didn't haven't have seen time. them. Uh, we didn't see them for like the whole entire day. So it's like at the end of the day when we're like, uh, it's going to be very low chances of finding them. So when we could smell them, we didn't really get down or try anything and we didn't really get ready to shoot ah, you yeah. weren't prepared <laughs> yeah we weren't prepared and we walked right up on them and they saw us before we even saw them and they got up and started running down the hill it's insane how fast they can get down that mountain it's like when we it's like this huge herd of elk we saw we went to where they were at and where they all were bedded down yeah, so we could see the tracks coming in they're like the tracks weren't digging digging in there's like no dirt un, unturned it's just footprints like deep pushed down into the the ground and on the trail out when we spooked them like there's like no grass on the ground it's how much they run Pleased to Teach You is a podcast brought to you by 88.1 The Berg Central Washington University's radio station the cover art for the podcast is made by Catherine Guevara, who can be reached at katherine.guevara2001 at gmail.com. If you have any questions about the show or teachers you want to recommend, you can contact the show at pleasedtoteachyou at yahoo.com. If you enjoy the podcast, then spread the word. Have a wonderful day.